0: Yo, it's Johnny King and let's just keep talking about relationships because I'm you know I'm in the flow and if you don't like uh, if you don't like the idea of relationships, then you might as well just get a cabin out in the woods, off the grid, uh, move out there, grow out your beard, um, and live the rest of your life in isolation because the truth is you are always in relationship to something. If not someone, uh, my grandfather used to always tell me that there was nothing more important than sales because sales is just a, like an interaction, uh, a relationship where someone, you know, offers some type of, you know, or has some type of problem. The other person offers the solution and there's a a transaction there, right? And so whether we're talking about business interactions romantic intimate interactions relationships are always happening you have relationship with yourself with the universe creator god mother nature whatever you want to call it you have a relationship with food you have a relationship with your health and your relationship with money your family members (laughs) so many things i could go on and on and on right however when we're talking about intimate relationships which is like what's what's the point of us getting in intimate relationships well yeah one is the you know the furthering of our species <laughs> yes um another reason is just because it magnifies this human experience there's nothing more special than than spending time and sharing it intimately with a partner whom you know you do everything with give or take right so intimate relationships though don't end typically due f- to a lack of love why they end is due more for a, a lack of of actual true intimacy okay they end because you don't pick what is authentic <clears throat> Excuse me let me say it again They end because you don't pick what's authentic You often select the version of you that is masked right because vulnerability is a like an extremely scary thing especially when our all of our deepest fears is that we're not enough and that we won't be loved and so we <laughs> we oftentimes avoid the very things that will bring us freedom and greater levels of intimacy and connection so it's just interesting when you start thinking about it Uh, like 95% of a enduring relationship or a faulty relationship is I I hate to say it like this so bluntly but it's just it comes down to your selection I know way too many people that are, that are are married. That are in committed relationships, whether they're married or not. They're in committed relationships with people that they settled for. That they got together when they were so young they didn't even know themselves. And in in many regards, I'm also pointing the finger at myself. But you know that relationship didn't didn't ultimately end or didn't ultimately thrive. And so it takes a lot of commitment, a lot of effort <laughs> to you know, kind of, uh, I guess, create a uh, a relationship in a space that is ever evolving with two people without growing apart while, you know, maybe raising children, things like that. Um, But I think that the challenges that we often get sidetracked with work or the kids or so many other things, you know. For instance, if you focus um you and your spouse focus on your kids as the as the priority within your marriage then all you end up doing is raising kids who are completely self-centered okay so <clears throat> i think when you when you start kind of boiling it down um most of us aren't experiencing our partners for who they are now uh, but rather we're we're really experiencing them more as memories we have of them, okay, and so a lot of times we end up kind of falling in love or loving a past version of them, or we're in love with who we believe they have the potential to become. <laughs> I think a lot of people have married individuals out of, uh, kind of falling in love with a story or a vision of who they think that person, their spouse might, you know, might become and who they could become together, you know? And that is very, very thin ice, very, very slippery slope. I'm trying to think of a a, a better (laughs) cliche saying. Oh man. I know though that, that... (laughs) You know, so many people kind of argue for lowering their standards in long-term relationships. And they'll say, oh, Johnny, this is just the way that it is. You know, it's just, you know, things just always go this way. And so we we start to <laughs> allow ourselves to receive uh, less, let's just say. we We have these kind of beliefs like... Over time, men become less attentive, let's say, or women become less sensual. Whatever, whatever the beliefs might be, you have to work extremely difficult. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, yeah, no, that's, that's true. And, and you, if we were face-to-face, you would maybe have some data or, or you'd be able to kind of fight the, the validity of that belief. It's only true if you believe it to be true. Right? Because I also know a lot of relationships. Well, I don't know a lot of them, but I know several relationships that I look up to where they are more in love and more vibrant and outgoing and healthy uh, today than they were when they got married 20, 30 years ago. Right? But then I see the majority of relationships where. You know, people start to let themselves go because you know they <laughs> the relationship gets kind of vanilla, and they start to let their health go, and then they put you know on twenty, thirty, forty pounds. They've got a, a dad bod, bod or a mom bod, and she's like, yeah, this is kind of the way it is, and you know maybe they have sex once or twice a month, and but they're so busy and they're raising the kids. It's like, man, this is your one and only life, and if you are a guy listening to this. You gotta raise your standards, man. I mean, I feel like a broken record because I've been saying this as long as I've been recording my podcast. It's, it really is about your standards, and I'm constantly looking at: Am I allowing my standards to dip, or am I allowing, you know, or am I pushing my standards to to grow with my own evolution? And I'll be honest, a lot of times when I find myself in a funk, I was just telling my buddy the other day because in in a certain area of my life, I kind of feel like I've been in a funk a little bit. Like, you know what, dude? I have to go back and raise my standards. I've been settling for less than. I know that I'm capable of. He's like, you know what? You're so right. I, I need to do the same thing. You, you just kind of brought up something I need to do myself. And so I think in relationships, things can start off great, you know, because we're not taking each other for granted. Uh, a lot of times we're super uncertain as we're starting to date someone. And that passion, that passion maybe that you had originally for your significant other, it resides in a realm of uncertainty because you don't know and all this stuff. but once you create too much certainty, you can you can just kind of uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? You can just kind of <laughs> over deliver on on a relationship that feels very uh, very vanilla. When you over satiate that need for certainty, predictability, uh, you kind of know your spouse, your your significant other, like you know what they're going to say, you know how they're going to react, then it gets really boring. And if anyone, I mean, for those women that have dated me, for better or for worse, one thing that I am committed to and always have been, and, and they, you know, they have heard me say on more than one occasion is that, uh, you know, that I love kind of variety. And that doesn't mean that I allow things in my relationships, um, to never, (laughs) never be predictable. There's certain areas of, of a relationship that I find, uh, a lot of, I guess a lot of uh, predictability, which is like, I, I, she needs to make sure, I need to make sure that she knows that she's always safe. Okay. That she can trust me. Um, I want her to feel like that she's always understood, uh, even if I don't agree, that I understand. And I'm not always in this fight to be right, okay? And that I see her, for better for worse, and her good moments and her down moments and vice versa. That's how I want to be seen, too, is that I see her, okay? But beyond that, I want to be surprising her with, with date nights or even just stupid little things like, you know, if you've ever heard any of my other stories where college involved a lot of nudity for me, even with my buddies, actually, just because it was I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, <laughs> of shock humor. So, you know, especially on sports teams like that, you know, it just <laughs> nudity is just one of those things where you just go streaking or whatever, you know, it's all that good stuff. Well, I've I've kept that going. I'm i am throwing this out there. Yep, I've kept that going in more of my intimate relationships. So the spontaneity of the, the random nudity uh for my significant other is one way. Let's just say that's just one of my uh you know, my tips. Well that's let's not that's a bad choice of word. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my secrets. Um Yeah, that's just that's just one tip. Just a tip. And so I would say you've got to focus on creating a little bit more uncertainty if you want the, the passion to come back. Because if your relationship has lacked intimacy, okay, now I'm talking to, to men. I'm talking about men who are traditionally uh, with women. But this could very well be for, for my homosexual brothers who are in relationship with, a, with another man. Still oftentimes, and I've seen this a lot with, with uh, my dad and his dating, you know, like there's still always going to be – if there's going to be chemistry, there's going to be polarity. So you're going to have one person who's probably a lot more masculine and a person that's a lot more feminine. So it doesn't have to be male and female. It could be male and male. It could be female and female, everything in between. But I'd say if, if your relationship lacks intimacy, then whichever one in the relationship is more, let's say, more regularly feminine – okay it's for it's for these three reasons why a relationship will lack intimacy, and I kind of just mentioned it earlier. but it's the first the very first thing is that she feels, let's just say she, okay, I'm just gonna broadly say the feminine is she, okay, but it could be he, but I'm just gonna say for lack of you know time, she probably feels unseen. That's the first thing that breaks down intimacy, okay. She doesn't feel your presence. She doesn't feel seen. She doesn't feel like she has your attention. She probably feels like everything else is more important than she is. Okay? So, conversely, what do you need to do? You need to to, to let her know that you see her. Okay? And that's not just like, I see you, babe. No, it's like, I feel you. I see you. Like, I see the goodness in you. I see your intent. I see all the hard work that you're doing that you get very, very little to know, maybe uh, recognition for, okay? So she needs to also feel your presence, and your presence will allow her to feel seen, okay? She needs more attention, man. You know, she may need attention all the time. I mean, some women do, some women don't. And if you happen to be in a relationship with a woman, or a man for that matter, who just feels like he needs attention or she needs attention all the time, like that's okay. You you may not always be able to give it to her, but when you do give it to her, you need to give her your absolute undivided attention and presence. And that will allow her to feel seen. Okay. The second thing that I feel like relationships uh, start to break down in when, when there's kind of a lack of intimacy is when a woman feels like she's not understood. Okay, so again, you have to give her that full presence. And that presence doesn't mean you're sitting there while you're also thinking about how to rebuttal what you guys might be discussing about, right? You just must be present, holding space, meaning like you're just listening to her without waiting for her to stop talking so you can provide your solution, okay? Okay. But you have to be willing to let her vent. Let her maybe get out whatever she's feeling. Because I think that the temptation a lot of times as guys is to feel like you're responsible for her happiness, which is so not true. But we feel like when she's venting, that is our gift (laughs) to, to provide her a solution. Guess what? She is more than capable. She does not need your your help unless she asks for it to figure out solutions for anything that she's venting about. A lot of times just venting is the solution. And then she'll figure out <laughs> her own solutions sometime down the road. But to to interject and to offer solutions while she's venting is to break rapport and that's the fastest way oftentimes to break that that intimacy and fret to, to allow her to feel misunderstood or not. Yeah. Not seen essentially. And then the third is when women feel unsafe and sh- you know, she can't trust. So what you must do is to just consistently give her assurance and, you know, depending on, I hate to say this, but depending on like uh, hormones and, and different times of the month, it, it is just very primal. There's going to be different times when her well and her self-confidence feels super full and there's other times that she's going to feel maybe a little bit more insecure. And so she may need a little bit more reassurance. Not not necessarily just in her, but just that she's doing a great job, that she's on the right track, that she's got everything that she needs within her, that you've got her back, that that you see her that you understand her that she's safe and so all these all these ideas are kind of just built around helping create that that level of intimacy again because in that space of intimacy and vulnerability and then maybe you throw in a little bit of nudity <laughs> to create some some laughter and some uncertainty You know, (laughs) (laughs) some spontaneity and randomness. I don't know. That's just my, that's my, that's just more my, uh, my style. It may not be yours. (laughs) (laughs) But we're all humans. And, uh, if you can't, if you can't laugh at yourself and if you're taking life too seriously, then, then you're probably not living your best life. That's just my opinion. So, anyways, the three things that, if your relationship is lacking intimacy, it's because they probably feel unseen, not understood, and they feel unsafe. So you've got to work your way into making sure that you are, you know, <laughs> working on the antithesis of those, making sure that she feels seen, understood, and safe as much as you can. And that will allow a safe place and uh, a fertile soil, if you will for there to be some passion to regrow and take root. So there I go, geeking out for yet another episode about relationships. Um, And these are things that I have studied a lot of and self-studied, I guess, or self-taught in many regards, going to seminars and books and podcasts and all that stuff. But I review it over and over and over again. It's actually really nice to be able to talk it out on a podcast uh, because I have to, like, formulate it in a way that I can can deliver it, obviously, and hopefully have it make some sense, <laughs> but allows me to keep it on the forefront of my mind as I'm, you know, working on my own intimate relationship with, with my partner. So, anyways, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up with you on the next one. Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.